Hello, welcome to the World of Hotspur podcast. I am Jose and this is... Mel. Hello, everybody. And today we're going to be discussing all things Tottenham Hotspur. The name of this episode is To Dare is To Dear, which is our new motto um, for the last few years, apparently. I don't agree with that, but let's let's get to that a bit later. So the 2019-2020 season, that was quite an interesting season, yeah? Also alluded to as a CF. <laughs> I think we can swear in this, right? We're we're allowed to swear legally. I think so. Okay, so yeah, it it was a clusterfuck. There's no other way to describe it, really. Um, but 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 to be honest, no, no no different to to the expectations of Tottenham fans in the last couple of years, last ten years. I mean, we've, we've done a typical Spurs. Twenty typical like, typical 30, typical yeah. typical Spurs Spurs. Well, well, 10, 20, 30, 40, whatever. I mean, <laughs> we, we, get the, we, we get the Champions League final. Yeah. Right. Well, which, well that, that's um, what I was going to say. It, it wasn't typical because we had actually just got to the pinnacle of the European game, right? A place that yeah, we yeah, never thought yeah. that we would ever get to. Yeah. Yes. But no, no, that's absolutely true. But again, which are, what I've been, what I, what I was telling you during those knockout stages, we shouldn't have been anywhere near there, right? Mate, I, mean, I was telling you that. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I, was, I, I was telling you that, right? I was telling you that, right? We, we got very, very lucky, right? We, which, again, isn't a Spursy thing, right? Because Spursy of yeah, the past... Yeah, that is true. We, that is true. We, we, we'll, be, we'll be doing the polar opposite, right? We'll be doing what Man City done against us. We'll be doing what Ajax done against us. Yep. Right? But for some for somehow, I think it must be the blessing of not buying any players for two whole... Seasons yep. that, us. that Levy's genius <laughs> that basically got us to that final. But then again, I mean, I went to the final. Yeah, you were there. I, I was there. I, I, again, but when we got there, we did, we done a typical Spurs thing. Like we conceded the bloody penalty in, in yeah. ten seconds flat. I'll, I'll come to terms for, of being what it is like and the expectation of being a Spurs fan, right? I, I know that, that we shouldn't have been in that final, right? We we shouldn't yep. have been on that. Is right? true. We we I mean, Laurentiy scored three goals off his shoulder, his kneecap, and his, and his I don't know nose, and got yep. us to the final. Right? You were wanking off about him being the greatest gift since. Well, I it's don't because know, Paolo, compared to com- Chenko, because compared to Troy Parrott, he's still a world beater. That was my point. Not, not that he's the best but, striker but, but, we could have got. It's not it's not, it's not it's not world beater, right? But I think again, he is it, compared it, to Parrott, it, he is though. It came back to the point that we had we had to we had to redo the whole squad, right? And that never came yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, we, we bought we we spent big again on one player, KFC and Dombele. <laughs> I mean, and look and look what what that has done, right? So I think. Well, okay, let's let's go back. To, let's rewind a little bit, right? How did we get here? We we've we've established it's a clusterfuck. We established right that what transpired is the most Spursy thing ever, really. To get to a Champions League final, the pinnacle of the European game, and to it, turn it, it could into be worse. Such it, it could shit. be worse, right? We could be in Liverpool's position right now, right? Clearly, clearly should have won the title by now. But Mate, they're going to win the title. We're going off on a tangent here, but oh. I've told you lot, many times, the season's going to be ended. And even if it doesn't, one way or another, they are going to win the title. You well, it doesn't matter. Still that, that, believe that's they're still not going to win the title. That's, I mean, that, that, that's the most... That's, that's the pinnacle of a Spursy thing. But never mind. Again, let's not get sidetracked here. We're not Scousers. 
but but look, if if so, if we're going to do a post mortem, right? I mean, if you look through history, there aren't that many teams that have gotten to a Champions League final, and and within a, a, a span of a few months, seen everything unravel to such a degree that the greatest manager in a generation is fired, and all of a sudden you're back where you were before this whole project even started, right? So how did we get to this point? Well, I think, for right or wrong, Poch Poch and the board didn't get on, right? You always said that Levy and Pochettino were were, were close. They would all go out to dinner. Poch never came out in public and said anything um, against against the board, regardless of all his frustrations. He came out and said things a couple of times about... um, a nice new house needs not some nice new furniture, but yeah. he ne- he he never come out and um, say what I, I suppose what Mourinho has been saying or alluding to things like Mourinho has been saying or or what Benitez would be saying or, or anyone like that, right? He, he's played he, he's played the political game pretty well. Yeah, but look he, at what Mourinho has been saying now. Your but, theory but, no, doesn't no, but, it doesn't but, stand where Mourinho has been doing the same thing. He no, he literally he's, he's, praised he praised Daniel Levy for selling Christian Eriksen at the very death of the transfer window when he could have got. Fifty million pounds more for him had he done it before, right? Yeah, but, he praised but, but, but him then, for selling Ericsson and then being able to buy Bergwijn for twenty which, odd million, which, which which is fine, right? But like again, he's, Mourinho, he's playing the Mourinho, same game. No, That's but, what you Mourinho, don't but Mourinho plays the game better than anyone else, right? right we have so, not seen that so far. That there's no proof to that we, statement. We, That's we, the problem. He's been in, he, he's been in charge for what six months, right? But let, uh, let's let's go back to Potts, right? I think the problem with Poch, whether his head got turned with um, Real Madrid or, or Man United during, during the windows where we didn't buy anyone, I don't know, right? He's he's obviously still loves the club, right? Yeah. But but I think the difference with Mourinho and Pochettino was that Poch didn't have Poch didn't have the ability to go and get shit done from for management, right? Uh, to go and buy the players, right? Like if Mourinho was in the same position that Poch was. Right or or anyone else, they would have either left, right? right, or they would have got the players they wanted. As opposed, but to but stuff. hold on, but I gotta stop you there because I think I think that you're giving too much credit to the the latitude that a manager has at Tottenham Hotspur. We have not seen this ever before, where a manager actually has control. We know this, right? It started with Glenn Hoddle, if you remember. Glenn Hoddle, you look back at his quotes. He said, "I thought we could buy these players to take us to the next level." Daniel Levy vetoed it, right? Under the auspices of Joe Lewis and Enoch and the board, they said no, right? AVB, go look at AVB's quotes. He says the exact same thing. And he says, you know, furthermore, how we sold Modric and all those players, the great players, before he came in, right? Poch was just the latest. This is a this is a pattern. It's consistent. So you can't put the blame on Poch. I mean, it's not even a 50-50 thing. No, 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 thing. no. I'm, I'm, I'm not putting the blame on Poch, right? But, right? But, right, but, but I think but, we... But, but what, what I'm saying is... if. If if I, if I was in the job and I was in a role and I couldn't do my job, and I I, I keep getting pressure to 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 achieve unrealistic um, targets, right? You, Which make is a what call, he was given. Yeah. But you, you make a call, right? And you, and and I'd leave, right? But Poch didn't leave, right? I mean, and towards the end, he lost the team, he lost the dressing room, he he he, he lost the fans, right? Um, and he and he got the boot, right? Is that a reflection of what he's achieved in the last five years? No. Did we overachieve in the last five years? Yes. Yes. Um, but again, like again, it'd be good to see what he would have achieved if he had the the money, right? The backing, but yeah. The money and the backing, right? But 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 again, like Poch, 
he's obviously one of the best managers that we've ever had, or, or the best managers we've had in our lifetime. In our but, lifetime, for sure, yeah. yeah but, Not even close. But but again, from from a, from a he again he but he also had his weaknesses, which which were magnified by the fact that he had a shit squad to deal with, right? But but I think we had the same discussion right when Marine when Mourinho came in, right? No, no one wanted him because of the shit football he plays. But yeah. I, I'm still convinced, right, that Levy and the board put him in charge, right, because they need to turn it around, right? They, they, I mean, if they didn't, they would have gone with someone up and coming, like, I don't know, uh, another shit manager who got potential and... and, and Mate, no one was going to come to us. It's not like we had the pick of the world's greatest managers. I mean, the only, the only good manager that we could have had to come in and replicate what Poch had in terms of building a system, right, starting the foundation and, and beginning a project like what Poch did would have been Nagelsmann. He was not coming. But right? he wasn't going to come, right? He wasn't going to come, right? But, but what I was going to say, then, but, I mean, if the board wanted to, 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 like, I don't know, maximise their profits, right, they would have just kept Poch in charge. Which is their, their primary objective, let's be honest. No, but, no, but then again, like, same, same point, why would you say Poch, right, and put in Mourinho, but right. mate, we had we had this one discussion because quiet. we had this discussion because Pochettino was at the point where he'd taken the squad as far as he could go. He conveyed that to Levy on multiple occasions. This was 2017, 2018. Then, of course, right after the final, he says this squad is basically shit. I need complete gutting and rebuilding. Yeah, Levy says, Nah, we're okay. We don't need to do this because why? That costs 100, 150, 200 million pounds. So what did he do? He thought, you know what? I'll fire you 12 million pounds, 15 million pounds, whatever. I'll bring in Jose, another 12, 15 million pounds. That's 30 million. That's one player in the rebuild yeah, but, job. But, but, you don't but understand again, that economically, uh, it's way sounder for Daniel Levy to no, bring in, but, to bring yeah, in yeah, Jose yeah, Mourinho. Which, 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 yes, at the moment looks like the case, right? But if you think Mourinho's going to come in and buy players, right? Right? Then again, you're, you're, you're deluded, right? Because the board and Levy need the team to be successful on the pitch to get an ROI, right? They've got to pay for that stadium. Yes, they could get Lady Gaga there. Yes, they could get um, whoever else they want. Which is what they've done there, and what they're right? doing, yeah. Which is part of the password. But they need football, right? They need Champions League football as well to, um, to, to, to generate return, right? Because, yes, you could have a nice shiny stadium, right? With Lady Gaga playing there every, every other week, right? But if you're in the championship, right... Mate, the, the value of the football club is going to diminish exponentially pretty quickly. Of course, so which they, is why I, I think that they need to be in the Premier League. Yeah, 100%. But even but the, not, Champions not, not League, the, the Champions League it's revenue not, it's not, it's it's not, not the same to them as the money-spinning ploys that they have elsewhere, that they can get elsewhere. And even if we're talking about getting into the Champions League, as we saw unequivocally, was proven on the pitch over, what, five years with Pochettino, getting to the Champions League is one thing. Is it something the board want? Yes, I'm sure they would want Champions League. The exposure, the revenue is great, fantastic. Do they want us to win the Champions League? Does Daniel Levy give a flying fuck about Tottenham Hotspur winning the Champions League? No, he fucking doesn't. And that has been proven time and time again. Or the Premier League. He doesn't care about winning, right? We both know that. They could care less. Less than any other owner in the Premier League, winning is not a priority. We have seen that now, borne out over 20 years. It's their entire MO, right? So maybe they want to keep us on the coattails of the Champions League, which is what we did. Hover around fourth, maybe get up to third and have a shot, possibly. But yeah. you look at Liverpool, you look at what Liverpool did and look at that model. We ain't doing that. We didn't do it when we had the chance. And all the statements coming out of the club right now indicate 
that's not part of our remit and it's not part of our even objective or, or dream to do what Liverpool did. So I think that it is, it's naive to think that Enoch are suddenly going to change their tack. Remember, Mourinho as well, we, we talked about this before, but Bruno Fernandes was a quality, quality footballer that was available that we could have signed. Forget about Dybala, right? It's another one. But Dybala was, was a big one. It was kind of a dream. But Bruno Fernandes really is a player we should have freaking signed. He, he came in, hit the ground running, fantastic player. We could have got him. He was, he was under £70 million. We're not talking about a £100, £150 million player here, right? And Mourinho knew him from Portugal, would have wanted to bring him in. And what did he say? He said he's a player that the club like Tottenham Hotspur is never going to have the capacity to sign. So your theory that, that Mourinho's coming in and this is well, all, well, well, we're going to be a big right. club I'll, now. I'll we're going to think you. like I'll, a big I'll, club. I'll, I'll, yeah, I understand that. I understand that. It's a 70 mil, right? I, and I understand that, that direction that currently, right? Because when we go and spend $55 million on KFC and Dombele, right? And the guy can't even run up and down the pitch three <laughs> but times. But you can't, you can't right? get wounded by a player. Like some of them don't work out. Look look at Liverpool. Liverpool, again, a classic example. They signed yeah, Naby Keita for 70-odd million. He's useless. They don't even play him. But it doesn't yeah, but, matter yeah, why, because no. they signed Fabinho as well. They signed yeah, Wijnaldum. But, 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 they but still again, had other uh, players. Which, which I understand, right? And yes, you've got, you've, got to, you've got to take that risk if you're looking to grow it, right? But Again, we've just spent a billion pounds on, on probably the world's best stadium, right? So there are financial and cash flow implications, but I'm spending another 70 mil on, on a player when you just punted 55 mil on someone who can't run two meters, right? And again, and again, right? It's, yes, he's a good player, right? But I think the rebuild has to come strategically, right? So there's going to there's be a big plan right, to get rid of all the dead wood, right? And then rebuild... Accordingly, not not yes. just oh, that's a good player, let's buy him. Let's another good player, let's buy him. Because again, the scan gun approach. Is right, tough I, to no, I, I get that, but but here's the thing that I think that you and I differ on a lot is you seem to think that we have this infinite window in which we can just pick and choose one window. We sign one midfielder. The next, we wait like a year, then we sign a striker, right? And it doesn't work like that, as as no, we've but, seen. No, 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 right, no, it no, doesn't no, work no, like no, that. No, you know, so, so that 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 tends to happen when. Which I think was the right strategy for us, say three years ago, when we had a really, really good core of young, young players um, who, who had enough experience, but and we didn't need to buy four players every transfer window, right? We didn't need that, right? But but now the, 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 that that team has obviously dissolved. I mean, out of that team, the only players I rate are probably Kane, Ali, um, Son. Who else would I write in there? Um, That's about it. I mean, literally, <laughs> we are clutching at straws to find yeah. the players that we rate, right? And notice how none of these players are defensive players. So it's an entire rebuild, especially defensively, that is required now. And that from where it was one to two, maybe three players needed two, three years ago, right? And that, that is my point about Enix strategy and the strategy of doing things on this glacial time frame where you just wait and you wait and you wait and you pick up bargains when they become available instead of having a strategy. I mean, we don't even have a director of football. Who's our director of football? Who's our head of recruiting, right? Do We don't even know. Do we even have a structure in place? Because ostensibly it's Daniel Levy, a man who has admitted he doesn't even like football, let alone know the ins and outs of football, right? What, 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 what That's makes you think he doesn't like football, man? Mate, he said it himself. He said it himself. Well, He's not a football fan. Wait, wait, look, at, look at his quotes. Look at his quotes when, when they took us over. He does not like football. What he likes about football is the money in football. That's, that's plainly obvious. That is the difference. Is he's not a football man. You seem to think that he's, dude, he's he, this man yeah, that he, loves Tottenham, loves dude, football. He dude, doesn't. doesn't give dude, a shit. Oh, what he loves more than anything? He loves money, mate. He loves yeah, money. Obviously. Exactly. So they're, they're two different things. No, if we have an owner... If, if we have an owner that doesn't really ever want to win things, truly, as we've seen over the years, 
How are we but, ever going to win uh, anything? Uh, mate, mate, see, see, see. Look again. There's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a clear definition between want to win things, right, right, and not wanting to win things, right. Who said he, he, his priority, right, is to, is to generate an ROI for, for yes, for, for his investors, right? Yeah, exactly. That's probably number one priority for him, right? No doubt. That's number right? one. Number two. Number three. Number four hundred is but, but, generate money. But but revenues but. for Enoch. Yeah, which is fine, right? But not means, right? They're not success on the football pitch, right, and generating ROI for the for the club are not mutually exclusive. I know, right? but they're also not directly correlated. Like you they, they, they are, are directly correlated. They are directly not, not correlated. necessarily. They are. Right? Then you, explain. You, you, you explain to me. Do you think FSG is a charity? No. Are they a charitable? What are they then? The investment company. Thank you. They're an investment yeah. company, just yeah. like Enic, right? So why then? Why in, but mate, in, but, but in a mate, fraction, mate, 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 in a fraction that, of a time, that, have they been like able saying, to do what Daniel no, Levy could using, do? Using that rationale, right? That's like saying Samsung and uh, and Apple both manufacture phones. So who yeah, makes the best wh- phone? Yeah, but one's not complete shit, wallowing in their own self pity right now, right? With it, Samsung is still competing. They're doing ev- that's that's a good analogy. Samsung does everything in their power every month, every year to compete with the leaders. Everything they, they invest billions and billions of dollars to get to that level in in R and D, in marketing, in research, right, in development. They are constantly striving to be there to get that product. They don't just sit and rest on their laurels, which is exactly what Enoch did mate, to Pochettino and his wife Pochettino is where he is. So, so you, you say we sit there and rest on the laurels. If we sit there we and do. rest on... If that's the case, you, why, do you we, cannot, why do we... You cannot tell me that we as a club do not sit and rest on our laurels when we have seen this team stagnate and atrophy to the point where a Champions League final reaching team was like relegation form when, when, when this whole thing ended. You can't tell me we don't do that. that is, this, is, this is the central frustration that a lot of people have with Daniel Levy and Enoch is... Sitting on our laurels, resting there, l- allowing teams to stagnate is what we do. It's 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 literally their M- mo. It's, it happened under Redknapp, right? Redknapp was the same thing. Where we had Modric, Bale, Van der Vaart. We had a quality squad, quality team, but we yeah, but did not we, add to it. We didn't add to it, right? So same thing. You remember that that transfer window, right? It was he wanted Tevez and Cahill, and who does he get? No, he he, he wanted he wanted he wanted Cahill and Suarez. No, it was it, that that was a different one with Suarez, but another one that, that Levy fucked up on. He, he that that specific January window where we were, I think, third in the in the table, challenging the Manchester clubs, right? We're doing really well, and he wanted Carlos Tevez and he wanted Gary Cahill, and he got fucking uh, Saha and Nelson, both on free transfers. That is a microcosm of Daniel Levy and Enoch's time, right? So you cannot tell me that this is an ambitious man who's doing everything in his power to make us win, to help us win. And this was, by the way, before the stadium. So you can't even use the stadium as an excuse. No, no, no. no. You're, you're, you're saying that he he doesn't spend money, right? He, he does spend money, but I'm also saying that he's a bit of a jippo, right? He, he likes a free bit transfer. Bit of a jippo. He's that. a jippo, right? He, 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 he likes a deal, and uh, the best deals are free, right? So... Yeah, of course. But you can't... You don't win shit with free transfers. Like, again... Uh, we, we've had this discussion before, but give me a team, even just in England, that has actually won using the Levy strategy. That has won anything using the Levy strategy. Leicester. Mate, come on. We, we Outside of bloody Leicester, which was, we all know, a fairy tale and an anomaly and it didn't, doesn't yeah, but, count, right? Um, the unfortunate thing is that 
Danny Livingston Leicester is probably anchored in his, in his brain and be achieved. Right? Yeah, yeah, that is true. He's using the Leicester model. But yeah, yeah, outside of the fairy tale that was Leicester, there is no team that has gone around snapping up freaking free bargains from across Europe's lower leagues and winning titles. It just doesn't happen. You do it the way Liverpool do, where Liverpool, remember, were very close, right? They're close to being good. And it's also forgotten, which is one of the things that makes what's happening at Tottenham so so painful. We have been better than them for the last 10 years, for the best no, part of the last haven't. decade. We have not been Look better it up. than Look it up. Eight, eight of the last 10 years, we Way, yeah, no, we have not been better than for the last ten years. Maybe we were, it's probably better than for like three years, right? But never for the last ten years, baby. Right, That's I will nonsense. show you. I will show you the actual figures that show that we were better than them for the best part of a decade. That's again, this is what a lot of fans don't understand. This stagnation is very, very long in the making. It's happened for a long time. Liverpool, Liverpool fans looked at Tottenham and they thought, "Fuck me, when? How are we going to get to where Tottenham are? It's not going to happen." They they looked at us. We were so much above them, so far above them. The levels were so far, but. You sit and you stagnate and you stand still, right? Which is what we did. They have a couple of really, really good windows and boom, now they're on a level where, if we're honest, we don't know if we're ever going to get to that level, right? Where they are right now. But that, again, there's only one place that that blame, the burden of that blame has to be to, and that is not Pochettino. That's Daniel Levy. And, and you keep saying Pochettino didn't do this, didn't do that. His hands were tied the minute he walked in, right? The one, you, you why, why walk in, mate? Why walk in? Unless you're a little bitch, why walk in? Come on, you, you cannot fault a manager for coming in. We are still a historic name, right? We still have good players. We're in London. You can't tell me that it's not an attractive job. It is an attractive job. But of course, once you get in, you start dealing with the constraints. Pochettino was probably told and he probably thought that at some point the purse strings were going to be loosened, right? And there was going to be a little bit of an ambition here and we were going to actually buy the furniture for the lovely house that we built. It never happened. And that's why he, he Wait, uh, ultimately think, is where he is. I think, I think what, what, what we said, right? And, and again, unfortunately, because of the bloody COVID, this transfer window will be a good indication of, of Daniel Levy and Tottenham's strategy, right? Because, mate, we, we both we both agreed that when we put Mourinho in, right, when he put Mourinho in, that he's, he's employing the manager who spent a billion dollars, right, on transfer players, on transfers, on players, right, in his career, right? He spent the most, right? So, for for someone to come in and change his ways and get free transfers, right, uh, is a very difficult. Yeah, but, but mate, one part you're you're forgetting is change. that this is also a manager that rated Eric Dyer as the as the white Makaleli. That's the problem. He rated Dyer as the linchpin of this midfield who's going to build, and it, obviously Dyer has been shit for three years, so he hasn't been watching us. But Daniel Levy is smart. He, he through the interview process, whoever interviewed, he figured out Mourinho loved the squad. He also he loved Danny Rose. Who, who was absolute shit he made, what already. What do you mean he let Danny Rose? He told Danny Rose to get fucked after two weeks. After mate. he saw him play. About? After he saw him play. But, mate, yes, so you cannot tell me that Mourinho mate, didn't have mate, a higher uh, opinion uh, of the squad mate, than uh, it actually uh, is. Uh, after he saw a lot of players play, he probably realised they're shit, right? But but again, right, look look what he's come in and done to Dan, uh, Delhi Ali, right? And let's go back again to Poch, right? Because, again... Mate, Delhi has turned to shit. What are you talking about? Oh, mate, mate, let's go back to Poch, right? Mate, Yes, Poch has achieved a lot, right? Whilst not winning anything, right? But again, mate, if it was down to Poch, right, uh, Son would have been at the door, right? Mate, Son, that, 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 door, come mate. on, you can't, you can't tell me that. Pochettino never said Son get out of my, get out of the club. He never said that. He, there's Son never. Was going you, back you're gonna to have Germany, to show mate. that to me. Son not on Pochettino's orders. Son had trouble adjusting to life adjusting in to what, England. Mate? 
that's got nothing to do with Pochettino. You can't blame Pochettino for for Son having issues adapting to a new way of life and new oh, culture, mate, he was, new country. Mate, he, was, he was about to get rid of him. And, and again, yeah, that's, same, that's same that's with Sissoko, That is absolute right? bollocks. But that, that, Sissoko, yes. But again, who who wouldn't? You and I and, and every Tottenham fan wanted to get rid of Sissoko. Let's be honest. So that's not But that's because you came in the wrong bloody... I think one of the problems with uh, Pochettino, right? Again, I don't know if it's um, him being stubborn because he, he comes across as someone who's stubborn, right? Um is is just playing the same team time and time again, right? Time and time again. Every every, every single as one time we play three games a week, right? And we play the same team, right? And, and again, because, fourth, because but again, mate, this comes back to the central argument. We didn't have the squad to rotate. Mate, he didn't have options. You're blaming Pochettino the for the mistakes no, we that were made mate, so mate, far above point, his head. That's mate, at one point, we had the squad. We had the squad, right? That is we not had... true. That is not true. We, we have never, squad, ever, mate. ever, certainly not in Pochettino's tenure, we never had the squad that he could actually... Re- mate, who did we have as a striker to replace Kane? What? Who Who was the striker? You, you seem to say we have fantastic options. Mate, yeah, yeah, Tell me mate, the striker that we had. Vincent Janssen. Was he really going to play Vincent Janssen in the bloody game that we were supposed to win? Come on, mate, man. Mate, he, had, he had Lorente, right? If you want to even Re- Lorente, you think is shit. You th- you but just mate, said he's shit. Doesn't matter, mate. He might be shit, right? But when you're going out, when you're going out to Europe, right, on a game that you don't need to win, well, why don't you play Lorente? Or but when you playing in the it, cups, we don't Lorente, know it was mate. a game he didn't want to win. There must have been something riding on it, right? Maybe first versus second or something. We don't, oh, you don't know. No, there was nothing. No. Even, even, even when we had, um, even when we had um, two left backs, when we had um, Trippier and Walker, he, he'd, just, he'd always play one and two. He'd play one and he'd play the other, right? Right, that 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 was his that was his um he rotated he rotated Trippier he, he and Walker to the point where Trippier was played a lot more than Walker at the when, no, when they were both to, there only towards the end but again at left back he didn't do the same with Ben Davis right or 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 Danny Rose yeah but again again I I still think that you're attributing the blame that goes above to Pochettino he didn't have the options that needed if he did I would agree with the criticism that he's not using his options but. I think when you say options, I think you're overestimating how good these options are. There was never an option at striker. There was never really a lot of options at defensive midfield, or even attacking midfield. Ericsson was the only number 10 that he had the entire time he was at Tottenham, right? Literally. The defence was, was always a clusterfuck. So, I mean, especially after that first year, after Walker left, the defence was shit. So, again, he's, he's using these tools that he has at his disposal that is nowhere near the level required. And then, and so he actually overperformed. We both know he overperformed. But, but, he turned wait, water what, into wine. What, what would you do if you were in that situation? What would you do? What would you do? I would, I would demand. I would come out and I would say, look, the board is not supporting. They seem to say that we want ambition, but we're not showing any ambition where it actually counts. Another window has passed, right? I would come out early in the window and say, I don't want signings on the last day of the window, which is always what happens. I need to give them an actual preseason. I would say that. But the thing is that I think. It's naive of a lot of fans to think that th- these managers are not bound by gag orders and stuff, by, by what Levy and Enoch has given them, right? There's, there's a common theme here. AVB was the same way. He only spoke a year or two after he was fired by Tottenham. Levy is smart. He makes sure that his, his managers do not say the things. Look at Mourinho. We know Mourinho is one of the most outspoken, right, spoiled managers there are. He has not uttered a word basically he hasn't really said anything right so to your point of a Mourinho's a big manager's going to come in he's going to shit on Levy and Enoch no he has not done that why because he, he's, he's bound by out, a contract he's bound he's by a contract said, he's come out and said more than Pochettino has in, in the last three months right he, Mate, he, he's come again out. he praised Daniel Levy 
for, for getting rid of Ericsson for 20 million when Ericsson was worth 80 million a few months prior. Yeah, he but praised mate, him for that. Mate, and but, saying mate, that but, but, because we sold mate, Ericsson, it's re- it's we can relative. now sign Bergwijn. No, it's it's like, relative, right? Pathetic, he, got, he got 20 million for him when he would have got zero, right? So That's irrelevant, though, because because you sell him, you sell him the previous window and you get double, triple that, and you go out and you sign Bruno Fernandes for that amount of money. So it's actually, you see what I mean? It's spinning. You're spinning like what is actually shit and what doesn't have... And first of all, who cares about... If you sell Ericsson, why does that have to do with who we're going to sign? Why, okay, we sold Ericsson, now we signed Bergwijn. Fantastic. If we sold him a few months prior, we would have signed Bruno Fernandes. You see what I mean? Why are these, all th- these things tied? We're the eighth richest club in the world. We have just posted world record profits, right? We, we were named the most valuable club in England, the most valuable club. Why are we what's doing fucking swap deals? Why are we? Why? Well, hold on. But why are we doing swap deals? Like we're some cheap market traders at a bazaar. Like I don't know what's going. Like we're such we're such refugees. We have to like do part <laughs> exchange for players. Hey mate, here you go. We sold Ericsson's Go sign a Bergwijn. Like what the fuck? We have millions yeah, bar- and millions in the process, in, mate. We is bartering, mate. It is absolutely bartering. It's a cashless society going forward, mate. It's, it's well, the, mate. That well, you see all again now. All the shit coming out. Oh, Tottenham going to be limited to swap deals and free transfers. It's like the COVID is what Levy's been waiting for his whole damn life. He's he's sitting there rubbing his lucky Buddha at home, man, Rub, or rubbing his damn bald head. Yes, yes, COVID, 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 fantastic. You know, he he tried to fuck the the workers over, furlough the workers, right, the lowest paid, and and that that I think has there's a link there, right? Always trying to do things on the cheap, always trying to save money, always skimping on shit. Other than when it comes to executive salaries and paying the board and shit like that, right? It's there's a common theme here, and and I just don't I don't see a path to glory to victory when you're constantly trying to do things on the cheap. It just doesn't work that way. I, I agree to a certain extent, but I, I I also think that the guys got a the, the board have got to invest in the club, right, to get an ROI fundamentally because because I don't yeah, see that, but that's that's where you're wrong. The board look at look at the value of the club right now. It is skyrocketed. They are so greedy that they won't even sell right now, even though you can get like a couple billion. You can get two billion on this market, but they want two point five. They want three. As usual, they're they're overvaluing the value of their of their assets. This is what happens with us with players. Why we take so long to sell players? Why Wanyama's probably still in Levy's basement waiting to be sold, right? <laughs> it, it's because you constantly overestimate the value of your assets, and he's doing that with the club right now, where he should just get rid of it, give it to someone that actually wants to take the club no, forward, and again, move the fuck again, on. Again, I don't think that's true. In some circumstances, yes. But look at Mate. Trippier, mate. We sold, we sold the goose for 22 million, right? So some, some who, who the hell was going to pay more than 22 million for Kieran Trippier? Mate, he, he, was, he, was, he was the world... He was, he was, he was the best right back in, at the World Cup, mate. He, he was, he was worth right more back. than 25 million. Mate, he was I, I worth more than 25 mil. Not, not mate, that much more than, than 25 mate, mil. Mate, he, he was worth more than 25 mil, right? Yeah, but but he, I mean, not, even, even looking at Trippier, though, that's a classic example of our one step forward, two steps back strategy, which is, again, the hallmark of Enoch. The hallmark of Tottenham under Enoch is one step forward, two steps back. Right, we sell Walker. We, we have Walker. We have Walker. He's fantastic. Best right back in England. Right, part of the best defense in England at that time. Then we have Trippier as his understudy. Trippier was never that great. No one was ever excited for him, but he was a decent understudy to Kyle Walker. Right, we sell Walker, which was the beginning of the end, if we really think about it. Right, selling Walker was that first chip that fell that that led us to to where we are right now. We never should have sold him, and we sold him why? Because Levy didn't want to pay the fucking wages. 
which is again another characteristic of of his tenure is not paying the market rate for wages, yeah. which is and, bullshit. And, and, we both but, know but that. again, again, I, I understand that. And in the recent years, there's been a slight shift in that. Yes, I get that. But 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 again, I think they've got to come to realization, right? The the, the club will not will, will, is going to. The club yes. is already stagnated and will continue to stagnate yes. at, a, at, a, at, a, at a faster rate if they don't start paying market rates, right? Um, yeah. Obviously, Kane, Kane's going to boot um, and we're not going to sign anyone else coming in, right? Um, or, or, of of real status, right? So he, I think well, that I think has got to change one, and that we, will change. We, yeah. we, we both know the one time we'll sign like a marquee attacking player or especially a, a great striker is when Harry Kane leaves, you know? Continuing our patented one step forward, two steps back philosophy. When Kane leaves, we will go out and sign a Werner, right, or a quality striker. We'll go get him. But until Kane Hopefully leaves, we'll get another Raziak back on board. Raziak, or, or Andy Booth, or Andy Booth. At this point, I would take fucking Gary Doherty to play for us, man. We're so shit. I would. <laughs> we have so few options. I'd put this fucking the ginger Pele. I put him up there, but it, yeah, it is. It's disappointing that that we know we're not going to sign that that replacement for Kane and why does Kane get injured constantly because he's he's run into the ground season after season right and we've learned the lesson that every year he's going to get at least one injury one serious injury at least one yeah? yeah and what have we done what have we done to to make a provision for that what have we done to to make sure that we don't suffer as a team nothing absolutely nothing right and that's that's one of the reasons why the season was such a clusterfuck it's Kane got injured and then there's nothing right all right um I think that's enough for today. What about next week? What's next week? Next week? We'll there talk about is too dear. We didn't talk about our beloved Poch, Poch who you love so much and blame for Tottenham's demise. Yeah, but that'll, that'll follow nicely in today's to dear, I reckon. Sounds good. All right, done.